What else? What else? Uh, any big plans for this weekend? Yeah, I actually got some big plans coming through this weekend. What are you gonna do? Work. <laughs> <laughs> Other than working, though, just working. Just working. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and welcome everybody to another episode of Thinking Twice, a post-grad life podcast from a multicultural lens. I am your host, Jesus Aleman. This is episode 12, Change of Plans. Uh, I'm really excited about this one because one, this is not part of the social distancing series. We actually got an in-studio guest, and by studio, I mean my apartment, my, my kitchen, but we actually got someone to come down here and talk to us uh, about change of plans. So, so what does that mean? Um, sometimes we have this intention when we're in college of working in the career field that we chose to major in, right? But sometimes that doesn't work out, right? Sometimes a lot of people will, you know, graduate in something, I don't know, like marketing or I don't know, physical therapy or something. And then they go on and they do something completely out of their spectrum, out of the out of the, the area that they studied for. And so that happens. That happens. So the conversation today with our guest, Mark Vasquez, explains uh, his story and kind of just, you know, explains his journey and his thought process through, through all those changes that he was doing when he, when he graduated. So just a quick note, we're going to reference HEB on this episode a lot. Uh, for you non-Texan listeners, HEB is a big grocery store here in Houston. It's it's really cool to hear with with, with us Texans. Uh, same thing with like Waterburger and Dr Pepper and Shiner Beer and Shipley Donuts, I guess. But we are going to reference HEB, so now you know HEB is a Texas grocer. Make sure you guys are following us on social media or on Instagram or Twitter. Our handle is at thinking two pod at thinking the number two pod. And uh, yeah, follow us, interact with us and as a DM for any topic ideas or any guest ideas or, or if you want to uh, be a guest, let me know. We can work something out through Zoom or if you're in Houston, we could bring you into the studio. <laughs> I'm just going to be referencing my kitchen as a studio. It's, it's funny. But anyways, uh, or, or, or we could go mobile, right? I got I I got mics now. I got more mics, so I'm ready to go full mobile now. Uh, but yeah, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Thinking Two Pod. Send me some ideas. Send me some recommendations. Let me know. And yeah, all right. Before we bring in our guest, I just want to talk about Flip Finds for just a little bit. So first things first, make sure you guys are following Flip Finds on Instagram at. F-L-I-P-F-I-N-D-S-S-S-S. Three S's at the end. Was that two or three? I don't know. Flip Finds, three S's at the end. Uh, so Flip Finds is a vintage boutique based in Houston that has men and women, 80s, 90s, and early 2000s fashion, along with all the, the freshes and hype sneakers, right? Following Flip Finds will help you stay on track with the latest fashion. You'll get to... You'll be exposed to a great collection of vintage clothes for men and women. And, you know, he also provides tips on shopping for vintage clothes, right? So he also gives you advice and kind of those perks on, on how to, you know, 
go out to the local thrifts and, and find the freshest stuff, right? Uh, but again, Flip Finds is an online vintage store based in Houston, right? So there, if you don't want to go out right now during this pandemic, Flip Finds is actually doing that for you. He's going out. He's digging through all the bins, making sure he picks the freshest gear for everyone, right? Go online, go on his Instagram, go view his inventory, and I guarantee you he's going to have some of the best prices you've seen. Start your flip drip today by following Flip Finds. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Mark Vasquez. Mark, Mr. MV. Mark or MV? What do you go by? What I do you go like? by MV. You like MV better than Mark? I do. Okay, we'll call you. I'll call you. Wait, wait, wait Mark or <laughs> Mark without the glasses, MV with the glasses. So <laughs> I think you already know me. All right, MV, got the glasses on. Here we are in the studio, mm-hmm. AKA my kitchen. <laughs> That's how uh, we do things around here. Yeah, uh, it's it's good to have finally a guest in and come and sit down and, and actually conversate with me. Uh, you've been here in Houston for a while now, right? Yep, since 2016. Since 2016. Well, so let's let's start there, Envy, for people that don't know you. Let's uh, let's start with a, a quick introduction about yourself. So, kind of just you know where you're from, where you where you went to school, what you majored and minored in, and, and the career field that you're in right now. All right. So where I'm from, if y'all know, whoever's listening out there from Brownsville, Texas, the nine five, the nine five, <laughs> nine, nine five, five six. six. <laughs> Already know, cut. Um, so, yeah, I graduated from Porter High School, if anybody knows that out there. And then after high school, you know, I was looking into schools and whatnot and applying for different colleges. And I did my first year at UTB, University of Texas at Bronzeville. I did about a year there and then after that you know i i wanted to venture out i wanted to live on my own honestly right so i got accepted to austin i got accepted to texas state as well and i was just looking at the options for me and i think the best option for me since i was trying to do education was san marcos right and again i didn't know anything about texas state whatsoever you know i knew about austin texas for sure are you referring to ut austin ut austin oh okay longhorns longhorns you didn't want to be a longhorn i did but you know you know coming from bronzeville we we didn't have enough money over there so i didn't i didn't think that i was going to survive in austin for sure right um so that's why texas state was my actual choice it makes sense too because texas state was a uh was known it were actually i think it Till this day is still known for, for education, producing, for education. Yeah. Producing teachers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so what did you major in? I majored in, in geography and that's what I graduated with. Geography. Mm-hmm. What about minor? I minored in exercise sports science. Oh, okay. So I kind of switched it up at the last minute, you know, that exercise sports science was my first go-to, but then, you know, went to do college and I was there for a good four years. I didn't want to actually get another year done. So. Right. I kind of forced myself to graduate early with okay. geography because cool. I had more credits there. So what do you do now? I'm a market manager for HEB now. A market manager? Mm-hmm. How are you liking that? Oh, I'm loving it. Yeah? Yeah, it's great. HEB is a great company. If you, if you worked there before or you're working there now, it has great benefits for sure. Wow. And the pay is there. So that, that, that's kind of a, a, the, the topic for this episode is... Uh, change of plan sometimes you go to school and you don't uh you know you major in something and then 
you go out to the real world and you don't practice what you majored in. Uh, so we'll, we'll get into that in a bit, but, um, as you know, the first part of this show is just kind of talking current events. So do you mind if we talk some current events, MV? Yeah, shoot it. Okay. So Labor Day is coming up. Are you excited for Labor Day? I can't say I am because that's a big <laughs> holiday for us in the grocery business. So you're going to be working. I'll be working. Yeah. Okay. Even, even Monday. There. Yeah. Even Monday. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's good though. That's good. You, uh. You know, I'm sure you're you're being compensated for that. Well, oh, for sure. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, let's go ahead and talk uh, talk some current events. So, uh, one of the big news that I saw this week was uh, Chadwick Boseman, R.I.P. Black Panther. That's right. We were actually just watching that. Yeah, you guys were watching it. You and uh, my roommate were watching it when I uh, when I came in. That's right. How do you feel? Um, were you a big fan of uh, of him or of any of the Marvel movies? Well, it just makes you think that, you know, life is short, you right. know, and dying young, you know, at 40, yeah, maybe 43. I'm not too sure what, what age he died. He was in his early 40s. Early for sure. 40s for sure. Yeah. And, you know, you just got to take take advantage of life you have today and, you know, make sure you tell your loved ones how much you love them and, mm-hmm. and really mean it, you know, mm-hmm. because tomorrow is in promise, as you know. Right. So I think that's very important to, you know, live your life the way that life is intended for you. You know, everybody lives their life differently, but make sure that you tell your loved ones that you love them. Make sure that, you know, you reach out to your family as well. You know, that's a big thing for me because last month I got to visit my family down in Bronzeville. It's, you know, right. it's been a while since I visit them. So it was actually pretty good to have a vacation, you know, down there get to interact with how life is changing for them because every, like I said, everybody's living in their life, you know, yeah, everyone's, everyone's in their own bubble. And sometimes mm-hmm. we forget. Exactly. We forget. Yeah. Well, I, I, to be honest, I never, I haven't been caught up with the Marvel movies. I think the only Marvel movie I, I watched was uh, captain America, but I knew how much, like <clears throat> I knew how much black Panther meant to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I never, I never watched it. I'm, I'm not a big uh, Marvel buff, you know. I, I don't really like watch hero movies, but yeah, I mean, the community was shook. the 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 country was shook. The whole world. I mean, it, he was a great role model for a lot of people. And um, yeah, rest in peace, man. R.I.P. R.I.P. Uh, so another thing that I saw this morning was uh, Travis Scott has this thing with McDonald's. That's right. Did you see that? I did. Yeah. Are you excited? Are you a Travis Scott fan? I am. What's Houston. Th- yeah. <laughs> Ace Town, hold you, it down. You know, he went to UTSA, right? No, that's a fun fact for me. I did not know that. You know that? No. I, I heard. I need to confirm. Maybe someone out there. UTSA. So he's a roadrunner then. He's from Houston. So he was from Houston. Uh, I think. You said somewhere. UTSA, right? Yeah. He's from Houston. Went to school at UTSA, I think, for like a semester or two. And then he dropped out and, and became Travis Scott. Uh, but McDonald's, are you a fan of McDonald's? You like, I like McDonald's. That's good, right? Yeah. I I like it. But earlier today, uh, it was announced that from September 8th through October 4th, McDonald's is introducing a meal and rapper, Travis Scott, in an effort to connect with millennials and Gen Z. So this is from ad age. Uh, so yeah, so Travis Scott, right? The, the Travis Scott meal is going to include a quarter pounder. I love quarter pounders, by the way. Uh, with cheese, you can't have a quarter pound without cheese. 
<laughs> bacon and lettuce fries with barbecue sauce and a Sprite. Es Sprite. Is that how Mexicans say it? Is it a tropical berry or just regular? Just sprite? regular Sprites for six bucks, right? Okay. You get the, the quarter pounder for six bucks. And uh, yeah, I'm excited for it. I mean, this is the first time that McDonald's has done something with a celebrity since Michael Jordan in 1992. It's been almost 30 years, yeah. Do you remember those old McDonald's commercials, like with Michael Jordan just dribbling the ball? I do. Are you are you a basketball fan? You don't like? No. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But Houston plays tonight, so. Yeah. Is that? They do. They do. They're playing the Lakers. Lake Show. Game one tonight. But uh, any other thoughts on the Travis Scott McDonald's meal, Envy? Are no, you- I think it's a good publicity for him. You know. Especially somebody that's coming out from Houston where we live now. Yeah, he's, you know, he, he really does a lot, right? Didn't he have like the Reese's Pizza or not the Reese's Pizza? Uh, I the, think one of his biggest things was with uh, Fortnite. You know, he, he did the Fortnite he did the too. Fortnite uh, show there. He did the Fortnite. He did the uh, Reese's Puff cereal box. He did, uh, I mean, he's doing a lot of things. Oh, he did the uh, Jordan collaboration, right? With the Cactus Jack. Oh, Jeez. that's right. You remember those? I still need to buy a pair, yeah. Yeah, well, I'll I'll, uh, I'll look. I'll be on the lookout for you. Maybe yeah. maybe one of the listeners has an extra pair that they could sell you. <laughs> well, size eight and a half. If 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 there's any out there, <laughs> size eight and a half. All right, all right, Envy. Let's uh, let's move on to the topic. So, you graduated with geography minor in sports science. What were your intentions with that degree? Uh, I I know you mentioned educator, but what? What were your intentions with that degree? Well, like my family comes from a, uh, a line of teachers, so that was my go-to. So when I went to college, that was something I was looking forward to, becoming a teacher like them. But then I got sidetracked on the money issues. Like, is it really going to pay the bills? Is it going to get me where I need to be? Right. You know, and, and when I thought about it, when I graduated in 2015, that was one of the things that I was looking at. So... How do I want to live my life and how much do I need to live the life that I want to live? So, I mean, and when, when you're talking educator, were you thinking what, like uh, elementary, middle school, high school? So the good thing about Texas State is I did all level. So my broadcast, well, actually, the, now that you mentioned it, I was looking more into middle school because that's that's the age where you kind of want to reach people because their brain is more develop, developing right. and they're able to uh, uh, com- comprehend what they want to do with their lives, you know, especially going into high school. So it, uh, being in middle school, I think is a crucial year as a youngin. So I, you know, that was the maybe seventh, eighth was what I was looking into. Yeah. Those, those years are, are definitely crucial. They were, they were tough. Uh, I think for me, they were tough growing up here. Did you ever think of coaching, though? Because I know the sports science is in there, so I'm assuming. I mean, I'm just assuming. Uh, were, were you intended to be a coach, like, uh, also? like? Yeah, the, the, the love of my life is always going to be basketball, for sure. Really? I've never seen you hoop. Oh, word. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, I, I think we actually did hoop a couple of times at Copper Beach when, when, when I was an undergrad. So we, we actually uh, met in college. Mm-hmm. I think I was coming in as wow. a freshman. You never seen me hoop, huh? No, I know you always, like, on the group me's or, like, on Snapchat, you would be like, hey, anybody want to ball up? Yeah. And, and, and I didn't know if I, were, if, if I were, you know, if it was serious. 
That's Cause, crazy. Because you, you don't look like a basketball guy. No. I'm fairly short if you don't, y'all don't know me, but. But the, you know, I think the eight and a half gave it away earlier. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, so basketball was, was uh, you wanted to coach basketball. You wanted to teach middle schoolers mm-hmm. uh, geography. Yeah. Wow. So you, you obviously went to school and, and. When did you find out that the that the salary or that the, the pay wasn't going to cut it for you? I think uh, my first offer was at actually a middle school that I was uh, teaching at um, in San Marcos. I f- forgot what the the name of the school was. I know they were the Rattlers. I think that's San Marcos High. San Marcos, yeah. San Marcos High, the yeah. Rattlers. Yeah. Okay. So, so they- then, yeah, they 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 lowballed me. They gave me a forty-seven five, forty-seven five. And at the time, I was making about 44 as a meat cutter at HEB. So I was like, mm, there's not really much, you know, it's not much difference. So that's when I really sat down and kind of li- opened my eyes to other careers out there. Okay. So uh, let's, let's, let's go back a little bit. When, was, uh, when did you start working at HEB? I started in 2008. Okay. So when I first started off, I was a bagger. I was a CSA, what they call it, a customer service assistant. And I started back in my hometown, Brownsville, nine okay. five. The nine five. Shout out Brownsville. Shout out again. So, so you you were working there, and then when you went to San Marcos, obviously you wanted to keep a, a job, right? Working. Exactly. And the beauty about about H E B is that you're able to transfer out. So when I was in Brownsville, I was able to tra- transfer out in Austin because that's the first city that I actually moved to. Austin. Uh, from, yeah, Austin was the first city I moved but to. But were you, were you commuting from Austin to somewhere? Correct, yeah. So for the, my first year, I was commuting. And then after that, I was like, you know what? Like, I can't really be doing this. You yeah. Know? <laughs> I'm not going to Austin. I'm not going to, uh, you know, UT. So let me just move to San Marcos. And that's when I made the move after that first year in Austin. Okay. And, so- uh, and then again, that's the beauty of it. Like, you're able to transfer. You know, you don't lose your job or you don't have to... Well, you do have to reapply, but, you know, the transfer is always going to be there in your favor. Right, so right. And you, and you again, have the, the company experience, so they're like, all right, fuck mm-hmm. it. Like, you, you're good. Exactly. So you work at the, uh, at the main HEB in San Marcos? I worked at what they call the big HEB. Okay, yeah, related with the big HEB. Mm-hmm. I think every small town in Texas or, yeah, I guess any small town in Texas has a big HEB or some weird name for an HEB, the mm-hmm. small HEB, the HEB in the Heights. Correct. Okay. So. That's pretty cool, man. That's pretty cool that you've been, uh, been, you know, loyal to this, to this uh, company. Yeah. Now, uh, when you were going to school, you mentioned that you were also, you know, doing HEB. Were you uh, working full-time at HEB? Because, you know, 44, you say 44K? Yeah. Like, that's pretty much full-time, isn't it? No, yeah, exactly. As, you know, I didn't have the privilege to say that I have money coming in because I didn't. For my parents, I had to rely on myself working and I had to rely on loans as well. So at the time, I was not considered full time until I graduated, but I was part time. So I had to pick up hours here and there. Right, right. To be to be at that 40 hour level. Wow. So. You were you started off as a bag. What interested you in the meat market? Like like HB has a lot of jobs like what? What was it about the meat that you just got attracted to? So when I, so that's, that's, a, that's actually a funny question. That's a, well, because when I graduated, I was a bookkeeper um, 
So then that's, that's what made me focus on my career development. So they had a, they have a program at HEB where you do a series for four weeks and you get to learn the, the inner workings of the whole business. Okay. So during that time of the, of those four weeks, now it's eight weeks, but during that time I did four weeks. So it was a condensed version of what the career development is. And, um, you know, I graduated that program and after I graduated, that's when a market manager actually reached out to me and he was looking for help. And he spoke to me about, you know, the job aspect as a meat market manager. And that's what kind of drew me. He's all like, if you take nothing from it, get a skill from it. Right. So the skill was meat cutting. So I was like, you're always going to have that in your belt. So if it does, if whatever career you ever, you ever do choose to to pursue, like you're gonna have that skill set. So I kind of drew to that. By the same time, he did tell me how much you know you cap out. So I was like, word, a word. That's the amount. <laughs> well, then sign me up, coach, <laughs> because I'm I'm interested. I'm hearing you at all levels. So so have you have, since working there? Have you learned like the anatomy of of like? A cow or yeah, a chicken. Yeah, so what's great about the company, too, is that they invest in you, so they want you to learn as much as you can. And they get there, there's programs, yeah, and there's yearly uh, meetings where you go out and you venture uh, to grow your knowledge about, you know, the different primals of the meat. Right. Uh, as far as beef, poultry, and, and whatnot. Do you do a lot of grilling? I do, yeah. You never hey. invited me to the grill. I'm oh, just oh <laughs> we, man! I've been here two years already. Every time I ask you, that's, I always that's, get the the prime. You I always get, get the prime. But you know, because because your your schedule is really demanding and really intense. And yeah, that's a, that's an off fall from it, exactly. And I know you mentioned Labor Day and how my weekend's gonna be, but that's the name of the game sometimes in the grocery business. It's, right. You know, you take some falls, but in reality, you gain more out of it. Uh huh. So, so you, so you don't mind at all working weekends or or sometimes even long nights. No, and and like I said, that's that's the business aspect of the grocery business right. is the weekends. Is so that's where you 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 grow more of your revenue coming in from the weekends. Yeah, more than the weekend. Because you you um you know just just from knowing you sometimes you you'll hit us up randomly like on a Tuesday or Wednesday and like what's the move or exactly let's grill out today or let's do this and I'm like bro are you fucking kidding it's three o'clock I'm at work at three o'clock on a Tuesday I'm, <laughs> I'm still at work at a meeting uh but that's 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 interesting though that's interesting mm-hmm. now what was it though like so obviously you got your first offer then you you declined it because you were I mean they were only gonna give you what three more G's than what you were already making exactly so what did, what did you say to yourself? Did you, were you like, you know what, fuck that. I'm just going to keep working at H-E-B and see what else comes up or. No, or- like, like I said, you know, like I kept my options open. Right. And I was listening, you know, I was using my two years and that's the decision I made because at the end of the day is like I, I was mentioning, like how, how do you want to live your lifestyle? Like right. what do you need in order to live your lifestyle that you want? So. Wow, that's the decision I made. Oh, that's that's really interesting. That's really interesting. Because you could be comfortable exactly like they say the nine to five. You'd be comfortable weekends off, but I wanted more. You you and that and it doesn't matter if you have to sacrifice mm-hmm. your exactly. There's your, gonna always gonna be sacrifices, but it's like at the end of the day, what do you want? Right. 
So what did, what did your family think when, when you made that decision? Because you said you, you, you can't. Think, well, that's good because at the end of the day, I still have my degree. You do? If my careers do change and or if I, uh, the way I see it is like if I ever get old enough that I can't do the manual labor that I'm doing now, then I, can have, that have, I have a fallback. Right. So it's always going to be there. Yeah. And, and do you think that that degree, like, because, I mean, one can assume, right? I, I can assume that to have your, your job, you don't need a degree, right? Or exactly. Is that, yeah. 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 You don't so, need a degree. So do you feel like it was, it was useless? Or, or do you feel? No, like, not necessarily. Like I said, if, if I ever get a, a need a fallback or if I can't do the manual labor that is expected of me today. You can apply for a job that requires yeah. that degree. Exactly. Okay. Okay. So, but, but what did your family feel? Like, how do they feel about it? Because you, uh, you mentioned that I, you, you... I think more because of the benefits that I have now. I have right. a 401k. I don't have a union whatsoever. That I'm growing myself a lot faster than they are. So mm-hmm. that's, that's something to be like, wow, be mindful of. Because I'm making... So well, you, you don't have to say how much you're making, <laughs> but... Do you have a, a Roth or, or regular? Oh, no, I have everything. I have pre, after, and Roth. Mm, okay. So that's how I'm, you know, I'm setting myself up for my, vac- uh, for my retirement. Good. That's good, though. Mm-hmm. So you, because I remember when you graduated, you stayed in San Marcos and you were working at EGB. Mm-hmm. And uh, you, you were dating at the time, and, and now that's your fiance. Uh, that's my wife now. Oh yeah, that's your wife. Yeah, I didn't get invited to the wedding, asshole. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, nah, we had a, <laughs> you know, because of her, her situation, you right. know, we kind of forced it quickly. But you know, we're still in love. We're still, you know, yeah, eight years that of knowing each eight? other. Exactly eight, eight years. Ocho, ocho years. Yeah. No way. Get out of town. Has exactly. it been that long? Eight years. Yeah. I still remember the day I first saw her. All right, tell us about it. I, well, I can't say the first day, but if you, uh, I, I do remember the second day for sure. I know I, I sent it a, a smooth text. What was the text? What did it say? Ah, oh, man, she remembers it very vividly. But did it? I, I think she put her number in my phone, and the next day I had a text from her. And that's when I played my game and I said, is this beautiful Sarah? <laughs> <laughs> that's good. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use that one day. <laughs> and it worked. It I worked. mean, if you're out there still dating or if you're out there trying to get to know somebody, send that text and see how it gets or see, how far it gets See how you. far it gets to you? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm going to get a beer. So you said y'all were dating eight years. You were still in San Marcos. And I remember she was in Houston doing an internship, right? Or That's something? correct, yeah. Um, so you were expecting to move to Houston. What, what, was it because was it of, like, of her work? Or, or did y'all both were like, fuck it, let's just go to it, Houston? It, it was because of her work. She did get two job offers at, at Memorial Herman in Houston. Um, but I was more more drawn to austin at the time and oh i think every any, anyone is i mean oh yeah i mean you can't beat the nature of austin you really can it's it has everything you want except the professional sport team but <laughs> but i mean ut's there so you could uh, it, i mean austin austin's very uh, i i mean i i lived there for a few months i loved it 
I went to school in Austin Community College, and I also, after graduation, I, I interned out there. So, I, I mean, I, I love the place. And being, like, 30 minutes away in San Marcos wasn't that, like, I was practically exactly. there, you know? That's what Houston Drive is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. From, from the north to the south, it's, like, 45 minutes. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. So... How how was she supportive through all this? Was she was she cool with it? Well, like, yeah, like well, like like with you working at H E B. No, yeah, yeah, exactly. She was really supportive. Exactly. No, yeah, no, no doubt. What did she say? As far as what? Follow your dreams or follow the cheddar? <laughs> what did she say? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, well, yeah, and I, I mean, now that you're asking about supportiveness, yeah, I mean, exactly what I've been preaching today on this podcast is just like you know you know your lifestyle that you want to live and and what's gonna take for you to follow that you know yeah and well i guess i guess i asked that too because i mean i don't know to be honest like if i when i graduated because I, I graduated in advertisement and it was it's, it's really competitive for for my field I mean, I guess it's it's competitive anywhere, but really, like with advertisement, I couldn't, I couldn't find a job, and mm-hmm. I told myself, I have to get a job in advertisement. Like, I don't want to not use this degree. I don't want to use because because I'll be honest, whatever I learned, wh- what I learned in college, I'm doing it now, mm-hmm. right? So like what I learned in my freshman, sophomore, junior, senior year, like even those extracurricular activities and everything, everything that I learned in college, I've been able to use it. Even, even what I learned in the Marine Corps. Yeah. So like, I, I just can't, like, it, it's kind of difficult for me to picture like, you know, going through all the, I, I guess uh, like I going through all this and then I don't know where you got a new fucking job. And like, that's the job. I, I think what you're trying to ask is why didn't I use my degree? And at the same time, again, I have it on my back burner. Like if I ever do need it, Right, I don't need it now. But there's is, is, there's no sense of regret though, like no, not, you're not not looking back at it, not whatsoever. Because like I said, because you you don't like if you wanted to use that geography, like yeah, what are you gonna use it on? You don't, you don't have geography <laughs> experience. <laughs> no, I mean it, it, my major was more on GIS, GR, geographical information systems, but jizz. Yeah, no, no, GIS, <laughs> not J, G. But at the same time, you know, um. I, it's not like I need it or I want to pursue that. You know, uh, Bubba, who was just who just walked in right now a few minutes ago. Shout out, Bubs. Shout out, Bubba. He just walked in. And he graduated in that. But oh, he, oh, GIS. Yeah, he graduated in GIS, and he's actually no, working on that. No way. Yeah. So he got a certi- certification and everything like that. I guess so. He's wow. he's 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 working in that in that field. Maybe that's gonna be next episode of the podcast. Maybe. I, have, I, I don't think Bubba listens to the show, so he probably won't even hear this shout out. <laughs> what, what advice would you give someone, though, if they, if they were thinking that? Thinking? If, I'm sorry. If they were thinking of, of pursuing something else, but not the degree that they want. I think the best advice is, like, I've, again, I, what I've been preaching is, what lifestyle do you want to live? And yeah, I think, what's, you, I think what's, you said it, like, 20 I, times I, already. Exactly, so... <laughs> What do you want to do that's going to get you the most cheddar? What What do you want to do that's... May, you, may, may I ask what your goal is? Because you keep bringing this lifestyle. No, that, that's, a, that's what, a good goal. Having a good lifestyle? Well, no, no, yeah. I mean, living comfortably. Okay. You know, I... 
I'm a second gen. I can't say that I'm a first because my brother graduated first and he got his degree in education. He's a teacher now at, at an elementary in Aldine here in Houston. Your brother lives here? Yeah. Your blood brother lives here. Exactly. You never told us this. Oh, wow. Well, he's a twin of mine, but he's uh, 5'10", so he's a lot taller than <laughs> I am. But, I mean, he's living here in Houston. and um, I didn't know that. No, yeah. So he's a teacher. He's a teacher. Elementary te- school teacher. And Alden, Alden School District? That's correct. And so, I mean, I'm sure you guys have a similar lifestyle, right? You guys are brothers? Twin? Almost twins? <laughs> I can't say we have a similar lifestyle, but we are blood brothers, yes. Right, but so, so do you think your lifestyle is more comfortable than his? I don't want to say that on our <laughs> podcast, but... <laughs> He's going to kick your ass. <laughs> no, I, I won't share this with him, but yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean it's, it's, you see it time and time in the news. Uh, you know, we need to raise wages for teachers. We need no, to, yeah. We need to do all this for teachers. But at so, the same time, they so I don't, do. I don't, I don't think it's, I, it's... At the same time, like, they have a lot of benefits. They do. They do. You can't say they don't, because they do. You know, they have uh, more than six weeks off. If they they have intended. a full summer. Yeah, they have a full summer, exactly. And now, on top of that, they have more benefits. If they want to go out in restaurants and whatnot, you know, they... Some restaurants do offer. Yeah, they do like percentages off for free, free appetizers exactly. or, or something like that for teachers. You're missing out on that, by the way. <laughs> well, you yeah. gave it up. You gave it up. You didn't want to do that. You didn't want to do that. I'm an essential worker now, though, so that's that's something. Yeah, that's right. Something. Essential worker. <laughs> My job's not going anywhere. <laughs> no. Um, okay, so back to the question that I was asking you, though, if you had any advice to give anybody on uh, how to switch your your career or when it what were i mean you said life uh not making enough money to support your lifestyle was it was something important to you but what 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 are, what else are there are are there any other indicators or any signs that like you know what maybe i shouldn't do this well just, you 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 found out a little late right you found out after I, you graduated. I, I did find out a little late but Always try to do what you're most comfortable in. Okay. So I think that's the best advice I give to the youngins out there is find what you're most comfortable in and find out what you know most of because what you know most of is what's going to get you the furthest. Right. If that makes any sense. No, it it does. It does because, you know, sometimes you'll meet people like, especially in my field, I'll meet people all the time. Um, that's in it to just... Well, no, no, no. Be in the line, but don't be on the line. Right. Be in front of the line. Right. So you'll meet people that, you know, I remember like in college, I remember like meeting, meeting people and they're like, oh, I want to be a doctor. And I'm like, they'll be like majoring in like biology or psychology or something. And they'll be like, oh, I, I, I'm like, this is just something off the checklist. I'm still like planning to go on medical school, medical school and doing this and doing this. And I'm like, how are you so certain that that's what you want to do? Right. Because there's people that, like, since they were little, they have, like, an idea in their head, and then, and then that's what they want to do. Talking about that, what, what did you want to do when you were a kid? When I was a kid, well, you know, I didn't have any dreams or aspirations as a kid. Not even basketball? You didn't want to <laughs> play pro ball? I already knew. I mean, I was a smart kid. I can't say I wasn't, because I, was a, I had to grow up fast, you know. Right. 
I can't say, well, I want to, I want to, I don't want to share too much, but okay. I did have a rough childhood Okay. when I was younger and I had to grow up fast. So, you know, I had to take care of my younger brother, my younger sister. So, I mean, I have a dream when I was younger. My dream was just to move out from that environment, to Damn. be honest. Okay. Yeah. You know? And the valley, of course. And the valley. <laughs> Shout out uh, to Valley. But now here I am and you know, God has blessed me with what I have now. And what I want to do now is bless others, especially okay. my family. If I can, I will provide. That's awesome. That's that's really that's really good of you, MV. Um Okay. I I think that's all the questions I had on on, on, on your career change. Let, let's uh let's go on to this next topic that I like to call uh the closeout Q and A just to wrap all this up. All right, all right, let's do it. So these are questions that I always ask uh, guests of the show, guests of the pod, and they're, they're I mean they're the same questions I ask everybody. They're really fun. They're really cool. Um, so let's start with the question number one. So what was the worst job you've ever had and why? Wow, I can't answer that. You really, you really can't because I've only had one job and that's it. That's it. You've been working at HEB and exactly get out of town. 12.5 years now. That was my first job. I will tell you this though. Um, I did apply to McDonald's Okay. and I almost got hired on with them. But at the same time, they called me right after HEB. So I didn't give them the opportunity No. for them to know the true MV. <laughs> which was good <laughs> okay okay that's good uh that's really interesting i i i've had a shitload of jobs yeah no i can't say i had other jobs besides agb okay um nothing nothing maybe, no maybe no i mean i was no side jobs, no side hustle. I was fundraiser chair for OD5. Oh, did you like that? <laughs> <laughs> well, hell yeah. You know, like emailing other people to see if we could do a host at their restaurant and whatnot to, yeah. you know, get our money up at the time. You know, and I, I will say this, though, like AA. Yeah. Shout out Alpha Alpha for every for every one of y'all that's listening right now. That's your pledge class, right? Exactly. Omega Delta Phi at Texas State. AA. Yeah. Alpha Alpha class. Okay. Alpha Alpha class. You know, I made them um, at least 400 Gs. Nah. <laughs> Not 400 Gs, but $400, though. <laughs> for, <laughs> 400 Gs, bro. You can buy a house with that. Uh, okay. So let's, uh, let's go to the next question. So what is your favorite meal to cook and why? Favorite meal to cook is going to be... A New York strip for sure. New York, yeah. New Fuck York ribeye. New York. Can I cuss? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, I'll yeah. put the I'll put the little explicit checkbox <laughs> on on the bottom. F, F a ribeye. Always buy a New York strip and make sure that you buy a prime. I think the best that the best steak that I've, I've cooked was actually a wagyu, uh, New York strip. No way. Yeah. So I mean, a wagyu is gonna cost you. Pretty penny? Pretty penny, yeah. At thirty two ninety nine a pound. So, so how do you cook it? Do you just uh, or how do you season it? Just salt, pepper? So when I cooked it it was a cast iron and I think that's the best way to cook it. I mean if I if I had the time, of course I'll use a grill and I'll use some wood chips, but at the time, you know, I'm still living in an apartment, so I did cast iron and I did the uh sear process. Okay. And that's the best method it came out to. 
But but you could like when you cook it on cast iron, uh, you have to cook it fast, right? Like in less than five minutes. Cast iron, you make sure that you cook it at a high degree. So make sure you're at, depending on your grill or depending on your stove, that it's set at nine, nine to nine to eight at a cast iron. Make sure it's piping hot. Nine to eight. That's almost like right right before high. Exactly. Okay. So you, you know, you make sure that you, you you're cooking it high at a high so, temperature. So what you throw some some olive oil, some butter. What do you throw on there? Don't don't use olive oil. I know some recipes tell you to use olive oil. Fuck olive oil. Make sure that you use butter. Butter. Butter and thyme. That's all you need. And make sure you're basting your steak. Some 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 salt and pepper. Some salt and pepper. I always keep garlic. it simple. No 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 garlic. No garlic. No garlic. Oh what? No. Okay. Yeah. Make sure you keep it simple. <laughs> if you want to taste the actual meat, make sure you just use salt and pepper. If anything, just salt. But. <laughs> if you want a little spice to it, then yeah, add that pepper to add it. Add that but pepper yeah. in there. Okay, salt, pepper. Uh, what about uh, rosemary? Exactly, yeah. Butter and rosemary. No, butter and thyme, sorry. Butter and thyme, not, yeah, not the rosemary. Not rosemary. So you probably wouldn't be a fan of uh, ratatouille because uh, ratatouille, the mouse, Remy, he, he throws all kinds of spices in his. Yeah, in his... Don't, don't be that guy. <laughs> keep it simple. Keep it sweet. <laughs> Make sure you're tasting the meat, not other fragrances. So you don't you don't use uh, not other fragrances. What about what about uh, barbecue sauce? No barbecue sauce. Hell no! What the fuck? Okay, okay. Oh, sorry. What the? F? No, no. You could you could cuss, dude. You could cuss. No, we're drinking a beer right now. Exactly. Uh, okay. So, what is it about that that uh, I'm trying try, trying to get something deeper out of you? But remember, we're cavemen. We okay. we built fire, you know, fire and meat. So, but but the meat like cooking the meat cooking your steak is mm-hmm. that is that like therapeutic I'm, I'm trying to get something deeper out of you i don't know oh, wow i, don't I mean what, what what are you trying to know let me know well i'll, I'll let you I'm know trying to figure i'm out, very open myself but i'm so. trying to figure out why you like cooking <laughs> a steak like what is it about a steak because because i like cooking uh-huh. my favorite my favorite meal and i said this in episode one is yeah carne asada. Carne asada. what i like about it is that that's skirt steak right skirt steak beef okay. skirt and do you marinate your meat then no i actually buy it no that's it. cheating don't ever it do is, that. It is cheating. Don't but... ever do that because you can never trust the Michigana. You can always trust H-E-B, but never trust the Michigana <laughs> because I've heard way too many stories. So I, I, don't, I don't get my meat from Michigana. I actually okay. get it from this place called Matamoros. Oh, even worse. Even worse? No, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, no, but, but I, I do it because I don't know how to season. I tried. Sometimes it comes out wrong. And sometimes I don't want to waste my time. So let me keep not, it. Not, let me keep it simple for time, you. But... If you want, if you okay. want some good skirt steak or good fajita meat, I always try to use organic orange, organic a, real, orange? An, a real orange. Use a real orange, cut it in half, squeeze that orange into the meat, put a little bit of soy sauce on there, garlic clove. That's all you need. That's it. That's it. Make sure that you're marinated at least for three to twenty-four hours. I might have to try it this weekend. During three to labor. twenty-four hours, and that's all you need, brother. Okay. And that's the secret. That's the secret. Well, uh, I'm not gonna let. I'm not gonna add that extra, extra pinch that you need. But <laughs> I'll give you that to start off with. You don't want to give me the secret recipe. And then when you build your steak, or when you build that uh, skirt steak, you're gonna know what to add. Okay. Okay, but that's a good starting base to it. But <laughs> okay, but back to what I was saying though. Okay. Uh, the reason I like like making carnasadas is because I like that it brings people together and have a good time, and we just you know we forget about 
uh, our troubles and we just sit down, have a good time, eat some tacos, you know, shoot the shit type of, type of that. Atmosphere. Is, is, yeah. Does that something that, that, um, cooking a steak brings to you? Do you like the relaxation? I'm, exactly. I'm assuming, I'm assuming you cook it by yourself, no, right? No, 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 not by myself. Hell yeah. no. No? Your wife is helping you? Well, no, exactly. Like, if I could cook for people, I will cook for people. You never cook for me. I'm just saying. You never, no. You never cooked for me. Not in San Marcos. You, okay, you want to know what? You want to you, you go there? I'll go there. When you, oh, when you invited me to that the crawfish, crawfish Oh, my God. You're going to bring that I'm up. I'm going to bring it up. I'm putting wow. it on the pot. Don't bring it on the I'm, pod. I'm bringing it on the pod. Don't bring it on the pod. Mark, uh, Mr. Envy here. He, Embus. <laughs> Embus. <laughs> uh, I think it was. Uh, we, wow. We, I'm going to bring it. it That's was cra- dirt. <laughs> it's crawfish season. That's dirt. And uh, we're on a group me of like 30 people. <laughs> uh, and uh, Envy's all like, hey, y'all. I'm, uh, I got a few pounds of crawfish. <laughs> and uh, y'all come through and let's, let's, let's eat these mud bugs. A few pounds means three, <laughs> three pounds, guys. Three pounds. I didn't say a couple because a couple means two, but I said a few. You said a few pounds. But I so, had three. So obviously, like, we were all pumped up. And then out of nowhere, like, 15, 20 guys show up to your house, right? No, they do. Yeah. And we showed up. And then you're all like, oh, just in time, I got the pot going. And I'm like, wait, wait, wait. What do you mean pot? Like, is that, that pot on your stove? Like, that's all the crawfish you got? And you're like, Yeah. Take and one, I, pass it down. <laughs> that was all like, bro, how much is in there? And you're like, three pounds? And I'm like, you invited like 15, 20 people to your crawfish boil of three pounds? Get out of town, dude. Everybody was so mad about that. Damn, I can't believe you brought that up. I brought it up, because you never cooked for me. <laughs> but, but, okay, so. Wow, yeah. Now that I think about it, no, I have not. No, because every time I ask you, let's grill, I think... What was the what was the last time? Fourth of July? Let's grill. And you're like, nah. Or yeah, I'll get the meat. And then you never showed up with the meat. And wow. then you, you just showed yeah. up with a case of beer. And I'm like, where's the meat? Facts. I don't know, MB. Straight facts. And you work you work at a meat market. Exactly. I mean, I can't. <laughs> well, I mean, you're a, you're you're a meat master. <laughs> is that the is that the 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 correct term? Meat master or butcher? Uh, meat sensei. Meat <laughs> meat sensei. <laughs> uh okay let's go on to the next question so say you're independently wealthy and you don't have to work or you, oh. know, you don't have to work you don't have no bills what would you do with your time so i i won off a scratch lottery ticket or you just, just got money just got okay just got money if i got money then i'm gonna work my way up to investment so what's gonna get me the money I need without working, technically. Wow. So but more money, more money, yeah, more revenue well, you, in a sense. So maybe I'll probably do. You got a capitalist mindset, bud. Real estate or some or something like that, some some sort. And and what would you do with your time? Like you would just time? Well, shoot, I got to do fitness. What <laughs> you know? I'm not gonna lay around and be fat. That's for sure because my health is important to me. Of course. So. So yeah, you, you invest just, invest money. Invest money and work out. No, well, yeah, exactly. Invest money and work out. Damn, that's you know, I usually get answers like traveling or, um, you know. Well, traveling is gonna waste your money, but if never, you're invested, yeah, I guess you're right. If you're invested on something that's gonna make you don't want you don't want to see anything else. I think I've seen what I've needed to be seen. You don't want to see Paris. If, if, if I were to die today, I'll be glad. 
Okay. Because I've lived my life the way I wanted to live. So that's deep, dude. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. And and like I was telling the folks that are listening right now, still, that live your life the way you want to live it. Okay. I live my life differently. You're gonna live your life differently because we're different people. Okay. You know, we live we live differently and we know differently. Right. If that makes any sense. No, no, no. And I hope it. But it no, makes, it makes sense. total sense because my life is different than your life. Right. Way different. Are even you, even if I have brother. Right. If I have my brother, his life is way different than mine is. Right. He's a teacher. Well, yeah, I'm just teaching. He's teaching, and yeah. Okay, uh, that's really interesting. You got a, a very uh, capital mindset. You you want to make money? Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. Okay. Um, let's go to question number four. Who is someone you look up to, and and why? Damn, that's very deep. Yeah, you didn't. I was, I was coming Damn, for it. I can't believe you asked that question. Yeah, I, I did. I gave you like five beers already. Wow. I want. I want you. To, I want to get deep with you. Someone <laughs> to look up to. No, who's um, yeah? Who's someone you look up? To? Wow. Well, come from Brownsville, the person I look up to, and he's actually a name for himself now in the business mm-hmm. is Greg Wood. Like that dude came up from being a bagger to actually being a leader in HEB in the HEB world. Who's Who's Greg Wood? If you want to. Wow, For Greg Wood. Greg, Greg Wood is actually a unit director that moved his himself up to a regional manager, and wow, I mean, that's your guy. Like, again, he didn't do college whatsoever. He worked his way up from the field. Hmm. So, I mean, I can't say how much he he's making now, but I'm sure it's big bucks. Yeah, <laughs> buddy bucks at that. <laughs> but <laughs> but so, wow. Uh, uh, that's that 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 is someone I do look up to because I see myself in that position. I'm like I've I've been embedded for so long in this company that I I wish I was making his buddy bucks. If that wow. makes sense. <laughs> his buddy bucks. <laughs> they give those out to kids, don't they? Like when you're going to the store. Exactly. Yeah. They're, they're he's, the making, he's probably making like trillion of buddy bucks. That's good. Good. Uh, what was his name? Greg. Greg Wood. Shout out if you're listening to this podcast. <laughs> All right, Envy. So we're we're close to the last question and to the wrap up of the show. So question number five: mm-hmm. What book or movie or show or whatever have you read? You know, have you read? You know, seen recently that you would recommend and why? Damn book. Show or movie, whatever, whatever podcast, uh, a- a- anything that's you know over the top, you know. I think the realest show that I've seen today has been on the block. On the block on Netflix. If y'all haven't catched catch that show yet, okay, it's what, pretty deep. Yeah, it's about, about it's about some middle school students. Exactly the what the topic that I wanted to teach because. These kids are coming in and they 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 wanted to know what high school is like and what it's going to bring to the table. Hmm. And I think that's a good show because at the time that's the lifestyle that, you know, I almost got dug into. And if right. you haven't seen the show, uh Caesar's the main character where he's trapped into you know, he's going to be a gangster. Oh. You know, that's his lifestyle. That's what he's, you know, his his family has been brought up to. And I can't say that, you know, I brought into a gangster lifestyle, but I almost got dug into the ghetto, if that makes any sense. 
It makes some sense. Mm-hmm. I almost got attracted to it. So I chose the better route, which was education. So, you know, were you big, here I am today. Were you a big fan of Stand and Deliver? Did you watch that movie? Stand and Deliver? No. What? No, I have not really? seen I that. You would like that. But I'll probably watch that after this podcast. <laughs> I'm going to go home. <laughs> to be familiar with it. <laughs> to be, to be, uh, no, it's, it's actually a good movie, Stand and Deliver. Uh, what? What, what else are you watching, though? What else do you recommend? I recommend The Office if you guys haven't seen it because that's what really goes on on a day-to-day basis <laughs> as a manager. <laughs> I try to be the Michael Scott. You try to be the Michael Scott? How's I, that? Try to, I try to be the fun manager. How's that working out? It, and where I'm at right now, be, it, it's going to play off well because <laughs> the manager I'm managing with, I am a co-manager. So it's, oh, you're, you're, are you uh, Michael Scott or Jim Halpert? I am a Jim Halpert right now. You're Jim Halpert? Exactly. All yeah. right. So... <laughs> They're handling the big picture where I'm handling more of the day-to-day the day, basis. The day-to-day. <laughs> that sounds exactly like the office, bro. But exactly. No, no, no. What, what's going on in the office is exactly what goes on in a day-to-day basis I, I, I would the agree. H-E-B world. No, I would agree. Well, and I, I not, not H-E-B world, but... And, a, and everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. Exactly. They paint the pretty picture of, you know, they, yeah, they the did, world. They did a great job capturing that essence of, of working in an office environment. and Office environment. Exactly. Cause, cause, man, trust me. I've seen so many people, and I'm like, dude, this guy reminds me of, you know, Toby, or this guy reminds me of Oscar, or or, or something like that. Um, you know what? I just finished watching actually today, right before I came to the podcast recording. Um, uh, I just finished Cobra Kai. Are you? Are you? Are you? Did you watch the Karate Kid? No, no, no. Uh, that's been blowing up on my feet. Cast actually, Cobra Kai. So, so. It's uh, it's kind of like a like sequel to the Karate Kid '80s uh, series, but it's based in, in you know the main characters in present day. And dude, you just gotta watch it, bro. It's fucking. Oh and, yeah. And they're 16, so it's about you know it's it's you know these kids are growing up, they're going through mm-hmm. changes in their lives, and, and 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 you know some of them are getting bullied, so they turn to karate to defend themselves and like yeah. kick ass and. Bro, you just got to watch this shit. It's fucking tight. I think I was only bullied once, and that was in elementary. Yeah. And what I did, I kid you not, like, this is an actual true story. True story right here. True story right here. I did a sweep. True story? True story. True story alert. True facts. (laughs) True facts. I did a sweep on this guy, and bro, he cried his ass off, bro. Like, I did just one sweep on him. If you don't know. On his leg. On his leg. Yeah, exactly. I tripped him. And that was it. That's all it took for him to stop bullying me in Shit. kindergarten. What was he doing to you? <laughs> um, what was? Um, Did he call me names or what? No, no. He was just pushing me around. If I could remember it correctly, he was just pushing me around, and I had enough, bro. And I was like, you know what? Fuck this guy. Fuck this guy. <laughs> this is what I learned from the Power Rangers at the time. Power Rangers. <laughs> Shout out to the Power Rangers, especially the green one, not the white one. Fuck the white one. Weren't they like twins? Were they like they looked like? Uh, no, the green one was actually a black guy. So was it? Uh, man, I don't even remember. Uh, okay. So well, you yeah. learned you learned yeah. this week from the Power Rangers. <laughs> I, re- I learned this week from the Power Rangers, and I took this guy down, and that was it. That he didn't bother me after that. That's good, man. That's 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 good. Well, Envy, that's gonna wrap up our show, bud. Wow, that was you, very quick, but yeah, it was. Do you have any uh, shout outs you want to send to anybody? Uh, shout out to Sarah, who's listening right now. I know you listen to the whole thing. 
I appreciate you. I love <laughs> She's you. She's gonna ask you what was the first date. So she's gonna remember. Yeah, wow. I mean, she remembers the first date, honestly. You, you don't. Know. I, I do. You know, I, I still remember. You, you just, you just in, get in and out of it, but we spoke vividly. <laughs> and I still remember the day after, though, but you know that I know. Yeah. So. Well, Envy, good luck with your future endeavors and uh, good luck with you in, in HEB. And uh, it, it's, it's actually the HEB you're working at is my neighborhood HEB. So. Exactly. So you'll probably see me in and out there. Yeah. So. I'll probably see you doing the. I know I saw D Flow and I know he didn't notice me. He didn't? No, I whispered in his ears like, D Flow. And he didn't even and know. He looked around, but he didn't see me. I was like, wow, bro. <laughs> I was like right behind you. <laughs> All right. That's why I sent, a, I sent out a group text. I was like, sushi. Sushi is on me. Because <laughs> he, he went to go to the store to buy it. Uh, he went to the store to go buy it. Some sushi. He, he got some sushi. He got the California roll, which is like the beginner sushi. But <laughs> <laughs> All right, Emmy. Well, well, thank you for coming by. Well, thank you for having me.